Hey Inspiration Nation, welcome to the first in what we hope will become a series of podcasts exploring coaching, self-development and ideally really helping people to reach their potential. That's what we're all about. I am Lee Kemp, I'm here with Joe Neuer. How are you doing Joe? Hey Lee, it's great to be here. Yeah, it's great. Really good. Um, so really this this has all come about from me and Joe. Hopefully a lot of you that are here already are aware of Joe. You'll have been directed from his previous social media stuff he's doing. Just to get in our plugs already, you can find Joe on Twitter at JN Coaching Tech, Instagram, JN Coaching Tech, and Facebook Facebook, Facebook I mean, at JN Coaching Technologies, or across all those medias, just search for our hashtag, which is hashtag inspiration nation. Um, and you'll be able to see a lot of the content that over the last few months Joe's been putting out little short sound bites for everyone, really good stuff. And we're just hoping through this podcast to kind of expand the reach of that really. Anything you want to add to our little mission here, Joe? I think this is it. This is really about you and we want to add value to you. So the reason I'm putting this together, the reason Lee's here, I mean, it was fantastic. You know, he wants to get involved in this and he's, we're partnering up now to really make this something special that you can use. So you can download, listen to in the car and use practically every day. Because what I want for you guys that you get super value out of this. And that's really all I want to add to that. So just very quickly a bit about us, I suppose, really. Again, if you go, if you look at all the social media stuff, you'll see a lot about what Joe's about, what he's putting out there. I've had the pleasure on and off over the last 15 years, I'm going to say, of working with Joe and then not working with Joe and then working with Joe again. <laughs> um, it's always been really good when we've crossed paths. Joe personally has helped me out with a lot of things when I've really struggled with things. Um, we soundboard a lot of ideas off of each other. Um, and really we're just looking to create a wider community of people supporting each other hopefully we can give you guys some tools through these podcasts we'll talk about kind of do deep dives on different subjects and really start to I suppose get some thoughts going around different things in the whole kind of coaching and sort of personal ownership space I think really oh definitely yeah and and what I said before I'm really excited for you to be on board because I think Lee I know you're sort of giving me a load of kudos there um, but a lot of it is down to the work you're per- personally prepared to put in. Right, so now that we've uh, been the self-congratulation society and praise each other for what we do, um, we're going to go into really what is the content for today's show. And this is the rough format we want to do. Each show, we'll do a bit of talking about the content we've got out there. Um, we will have what will be the subject matter for the episode. And then at the end, we'll have a little activity, something like that. We'll see how it grows, but give you guys something to take away. So... A huge part of what you know we've had to do ourselves and what people need to do to go on this journey is to become very self-aware of themselves, be very open, very honest. In a way of leading by example, that's exactly what we're going to do here. So Joe's going to talk kind of through our his journey of how he got to where he is today with everything. Um, really touches on some you know subjects that are, uh, you know will be close to a lot of people's hearts so around what was quite a dark place that joe went to how he's come out the other side and we want to kind of take you guys on that journey really i suppose so i suppose joe where do you want to kind of start us with uh well it's just really going back to very some very very dark times um as lee knows actually uh, we went back a long time and actually uh, going back to, to days when i was working and i was a, a team manager I'm not mentioning any any names in terms of business because you know this is something personally to me and does not involve them because it's about me and how I responded to certain situations and that's about so one of the most important things that I recognise this whole journey is taking responsibility for where you are 
And that can be really, really difficult when I was in a space when I suffered from depression. It's a space where you think everything's so dark, you're like a big, big hole and you don't really get it out. And really for me, it was like I was searching some type of meaning of what I was doing. And what I was doing at the time, although it was adding value, it just didn't resonate with me at the time. And I had gone out with my family, I had young young children, and it was a really difficult time because I got to a stage in my life where I got to sort of almost like a plateau in my career. And I suppose for me it was where am I going next? You know, what 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 is it? Why was I doing what I was doing? And that's really what I needed to wrestle with. And I think that for me, in also with the self-talk was the trigger. You know, why was I on this planet? What was my purpose on this planet? But that that also put together with negative self-talk I'm not good enough you know I'll never do it I can't do it you know almost like I'll just take myself off out of out of the office and I'll just go in a room and I'll just be talking to myself so negatively that I'll just put myself back down into that that real bad place so dark I didn't know what's happening in fact I didn't even know I was suffering with depression so from a from a time frame perspective this was about 2003 2004 probably yeah, sometime around that time. then so you know, the thing is with it is that although I'm now here, you know, I still get that. I can still feel some sort of background noise from it. Yeah. But now, you know, with all the tools that I use, especially around coaching, we'll talk about that, you know, as we go through. That is self-management. And I say that's a big part of this. And I think of your learning for learning for people to see is how you manage this. Now, I we this is one of the times we overlapped. So at the time I was working with Joe. In fact, Joe was my team manager at the time. So I kind of I've seen this journey, but from the other side of the fence, if you mm. like, because at the time you were, you know, I learned a lot from you then. And, you, you know, from what I saw, you were very driven. You were extremely organized with what you were doing. The outside perspective was you seemed completely on top of everything that was going on and knew exactly where you were going. And so that's the key thing for people to know and for people to see other people around them is quite often people suffer in silence with this sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think, you know, from my perspective mm. and looking back, I think that's where you were because I wouldn't have had an inkling that you had any of this stuff going on inside you at the time. You're absolutely spot on. And the thing is, back then, this wasn't talked about. You're not now. We've got all these campaigns that go on, which is fantastic, and I think that's brilliant. And that's why, actually, you know, absolutely. probably now we're talking about it. If we'd gone back, what, what, 2003, whatever that time was, and it's, you know, you wouldn't want to talk about it. In fact, I remember people saying, "Joe's off work. He's been put on. He's been put on drugs." And people didn't even know what those drugs were. And people go, oh, there's like these big gasps of like, "Oh my god, really?" But really, if we thought about reality, there's probably loads of other people in my area going for exactly the same thing just, Absolutely, just you know, yes. brave enough to be able to voice it and I didn't know what was going on in fact I didn't know what was going on you know and, and at least quite right I, I looked organised I was just I was almost, almost like shoving myself through this whole process and but absolutely, I felt absolutely empty but I recognised even when I was in that space like I had responsibility so I was almost like pushing through but it's recognised when you're in burnout and now I wasn't recognised I wasn't I wasn't self-aware enough to recognise I was on burnout. It only came to a crunch when you know, I had to, literally, I couldn't go on. I had to call my immediate manager and I said, look, I can't go on. It was literally, it, I remember it really vividly. It was around an oval table, one of the, Lee will know the room. It was behind us. It was like a little room with some little windows. Light was coming in. I was just sat in there and I just sat with my manager. I said, I can't go on. 
I just can't go on. I literally, I was having thoughts of going to the office and not going past the office. And literally, there were, I had thoughts of taking my own life. Um, and there were really dark times. And I, I, I didn't make any plans, but I had the thoughts in my head. And, and that's when I knew I had to go and get some help. So you then, so you, you were off work for a while. So yeah. what, what happened during that period? What was your kind of, what, what were your initial steps to starting to deal with this? So my initial steps were talk, talk to my GP. And if you're not listening, you know, in the UK, if you're an international listener, it'll be your local doctor. Um, and now they're more sophisticated. But back then it was just a little tick sheet, like, you know, about, you know, how are your thoughts? And so you get a score. And you just look at she's only five questions. He said, "Oh yeah, suffering, you're suffering from depression." And when he said that to me, it was like relief because literally I just didn't know what's happening. I I didn't I didn't know how to control you know what I was doing, um, and that was the start really um, of my journey. And then even then, after being diagnosed um, with depression, um, there was still a lot of work to do. Even when I come home, I had my children, and, and we had to explain it to our to our children and we I know my, 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 my girls were very young so how do you explain that to children it's a it was you know me and my wife got together my beloved and uh, we talked you know and I was just beyond the table almost like a zombie like just talk, caught in my thoughts caught up in my own thoughts and not being you know really almost like pulling back um, from everything and um, just we just framed it this way we just said well dad dad is just a bit sad at the moment because they wouldn't understand the concept of depression at that stage. Um, and so that's how we framed it, really. Um, really difficult times, very hard, yeah. But a good, a good step, because like you said, you've acknowledged it for yourself, mm. then taking what I'm sure is a very difficult step to share that with, you know, your immediate family, mm. start bringing people in on it. Yeah. But I suppose for you and for people in the situation, that acknowledgement and that bravery to share that first of all, I suppose, is that first step to, to tackling it. Yeah, that... That bravery piece I had an option to be brave in that instance, which was really weird because I was off work. I, you know, I had to, you know, I had to know, and my family knew that I wasn't the same. Um, in fact, some of my family members didn't actually, they didn't understand it. So they'd say, "What are you depressed about? You've got a family, you've got a house. It's, it's not about that. It's, it's about what's going inside you." You know, for me, it was, you know, what am I doing? What's my? What is? Why am I here? What is it? And that was a cause of it. And then, as I said before, on top of that was the, the negative thoughts. You're not good enough. You can't do this. You're not able, you you know, you, you're not going to be able to do it. Um, and not being able to extensively just function in everyday life because of that second, that negative self-talk absolutely destroyed me. Um, and to, to the extent that I would always pick up, like you'd be at work, pick up the phone. Oh, can you pick up a phone? People would call me at the house. I couldn't pick up the phone. And you know, almost debilitating, like almost like zombie-like. Um, you know, where you just get up and you just just don't want to get up. You don't want to get out of bed. So, how did you? What was it like when you returned back to work from that period? I mean, what, how long were you off for, and then what was it like? It was when about you were a month. I was off. I think I came back too early, even to this day. But then again, it was those days. It wasn't really, you know, it's oh, you, people used to. People used to just think, oh, you know, it's just you're just a bit depressed, but they didn't really understand the concept. And I think I still came back a bit early. Um, there's a lot of reasons why I came back, um, but I thought I had to make a comeback. But also, you know, financially, I had to come back. Um, 
and really was I ready? Probably not. But financial had to come back. Um, though I did come back on, you know, some reduced hours, not for long. Um, but, you know, I had to make those steps. So I stepped down from being a team leader. Um, so I was literally managing my own work. So going back into more of a, you know, a technical role. Um, so managing that as well, you know, doing all those types of things is like, wow. Um, you know, that was just crazy. Um, and uh, even when I think back now, and Leopold is also looking at this, I'm looking at the, you know, the walls, like actually it's like a blue curtain. And I'm thinking that actually at this time as well, and I don't know if Lee actually recalls it, that the company was in the middle of a buyout and like almost on the edge of that. And that happened as well. So there was redundancy coming up. So like, you've got worrying times at work yeah. on top of this, like you said, because yeah. Brett isn't linked to situational. It's something yeah. completely separate. You've got that going on. Yeah. And then you've got genuine worries in the workplace yeah. as well that you're yeah. coming back into. Yeah. Um, but it was really weird um, because I started addressing it, started, started, you know, how I did it. I was on I was medication and it was helping. And that did help to a certain degree. But it's more around, you know, getting the help. I need talking to people. And talking about it was the, was the key, was to share it with people. You know, being honest about where I was, being honest with me and who I was, and almost having that what I call now the mirror system. What is at the time is when you're on your own, what do you think about? You know, what do you think about? What are your thoughts when you think about yourself? That's where you know where you are. If you think, you know, if you're having thoughts around I'm not good enough, and you're talking to yourself, then that you know is a danger point. So where did when did the I suppose what we call the coaching when we when did that start to shape for you? When did that come in? Okay. So it's really strange because Lee will probably recall that we had something called a coaching team. And we was calling it coaching. Didn't realise what that was. I absolutely didn't know. It's just almost like it was almost like it was meant to be. And I think Steve Jobs coins a lovely quote saying, connecting the dots backwards. You don't know why you're doing it at that point. But when you look into the future and come back, you think, oh, that made a lot of sense. So I've always been interested in people and, 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 and I've always wanted to develop people. And that's why I was always a team manager. And it was, we didn't know formal training. We just, like, we just we just create our own types of training um, but my my thrust for that wasn't literally you know the actual content it was more around the people for me it was like recognizing the people and wanting them to get to a good space really um, and that's where I, that's where the coaching journey started really for me is recognizing that I wanted to help people and what's the sort of tools I could use to help people and that's when it came in so my, one of my very first books that is really strange my mum gave me I'll never forget it it's called Susan Jeffers um, and face the fear and do it anyway and that is a massive just having that in my arsenal looking at that book and it talks around in that book it talked around negative self-talk and they, she called it it was Susan Jefferson talked about the chatterbox and she hasn't endorsed me to, to talk about this lecture it's a book um, and that opened my eyes to say I'm not the only person and it's weird because that was my awareness then it started to kick in and so that was my first book and that really helped me start to you know even with talking to people and looking at that book because that's very that's written in a very coaching way a self-coaching way and that was almost start of my journey so this shows i obviously have an extremely fuzzy memory because in my head you came back into the same role you were in before but obviously that wasn't and that's just how my memories pieced yeah. up together so was that did you get opportunity to go and i'm always asking you like i wasn't there even though i was but i yeah, can't yeah. remember now did you then move into a role based around coaching or was that just something you got exposure to because it was in the business and that's what opened your eyes to it what do you mean in terms of what the coaching team you were yes. going to. So that was almost like a natural thing we set up because we recognised that people needed to be helped as they came in. So I just, it was almost like calling really, it's really, when we talk about it, when I, when I know what it was, it was more like a training team rather than a coaching team. 
I recognise there needs to be some way of helping people through that journey. I'm with you. I remember where we were now. This oh, is okay. what started my foray into this world <laughs> as well. And like you said, I didn't even remember where it was at the time. It was quite, it was quite interesting. What I suppose what this is going to serve for us as well, Joe, as we go through different topics, is, is a little bit of a trip down memory lane for us. Mm. And I think for me, and actually you bringing me in on that journey as you did, was a real growth thing for me because, see, there was you, there was another person, yeah. and there was me, mm-hmm. and you you ran that team and then the two of us were like your your people that supported you in training and coaching mm. and developing people yeah. and that's where I learned in fact I learned a framework that I still use to this day in developing <laughs> people because I think it worked really well and it probably set me off on the path to where I am took on and again from my perspective I remember from feedback from you took on a lot of extra responsibility was you know coming in early going like doing all these things because I really cared about what I was doing but if you went back six months, I was an absolute nightmare in the workplace. <laughs> and you'll remember that even more so oh. because there was me and a couple other people on the team, yeah. one of whom I'm still very, very good friends with to this day. <laughs> and we dubbed ourselves Team Monkey, I believe was the name. Oh. And my memory that stands out from this, yeah. Joe, is we came up at our desk because a little game that was a very sophisticated game that involved a screwed up bit of paper that we called Rubbish Ball. And we came up with some point system and this everything. This none of this, by the way, is a is an example for how to act in the workplace. <laughs> this starts off at a place where I move from where you shouldn't be to where you yeah. should be. Um, and I remember it, it kind of got a little bit out of control to the point that poor Joe and I really feel from him now, having gone through stuff like this myself, had to take us into the office and had to sit us down and had to as seriously as he could tell us that we could no longer play rubbish ball in the office. <laughs> And this just this sticks with me forever. So, yeah, there's probably <laughs> many apologies that are owed for my uh, less than professional days way back then. And I'm sure there's a few more stories of uh, rubbish ball to come out from then. Um, but like I said, we went from that. And yeah. really, once you kind of opened my eyes, that really took me on a different journey. I still think I probably did a fair bit of mucking around in my time. But there was certainly a lot more output coming once there's a bit of motivation. And like you say, it's from that coaching place, which really... It's evolved from something in the workplace to, you know, we went off on our completely separate journeys and then coming back together is really a core fundamental of who you are today now, isn't it, really? And it's really strange you said about that conversation. It's like, yeah, that it's, I, I don't really remember that that, that that actually took you into that office. The, the same office you described earlier. Oh, really? three of us in and sat us down and had to schooled us for uh, being so vocal uh, about our stupid game we played at the desk. Uh, so a scale of one to ten, how serious was I at that point? Was it quite serious? What did, what did I sound like? Because literally for me, it's like, that. you know, one of those things, one of those changes for me is actually I, I like to encourage people and I want people to grow. So I don't want to crush people's initiative and energy but at the same oh, time, I good. wanted to use that energy. So you didn't, it wasn't like we got scalded for oh, it, but it was, a, it was a kind of sat down and almost an exasperated, <laughs> come on guys, you need to stop playing rubbish ball. And I think for us, when we left the room, and I can tell you this now, okay. whilst we kind of took that on board, and I, I wouldn't say we stopped, I think we were more discreet, yeah. but the thing we took from the room was we were quite pleased that other people knew that this game existed. Hey. <laughs> I just know that you had a little monkey, I think, didn't you? Did you I think we, well, I think we had an you? official mas- a mascot, mascot for our yeah. team. Yeah, I remember that. I think I remember that sort of different people's. Those were the days. Yeah, brilliant. So, so it's from that you got involved in coaching. Yeah. A lot of this helps you, yeah. like you said, manage yourself where you are. So, yeah. what what were the sort of key initial milestones or things you started to to learn or things that really you would want to pass on to other people who are in that same position? So, first things first is recognize you know where you are so you know if you are suffering depression 
know, I'd say don't get help, talk to someone. Is recognizing, you know, if that second negative self-talk is kicking in to that degree, then get help. That that's the first that is the absolute first step anyone should do. So if you're listening to this and you are in that that depressed state, please reach out and get help. It's really important. Um, secondly, do a lot of reading. So I read, you know, reading Susan Jeffers. That got me into sort of like the, you know, the self-development road, I suppose. Even though I was doing it naturally to a certain degree, as Sleeve testifies, I wasn't really consciously aware of, oh, that's what I was doing naturally. I'm now bringing this to my conscious to say, oh, this is something that, that is bringing me meaning. That is something that I'm bringing to people. It's helping people. And I think that for me was the meaning that, that I had. And that's through reading books. So things like Jesus and Jeffers, it was, um, as I said, the, the book before. Feel free to do it anyway. Secondly, Anthony Robbins, um, Unleash the Power Within. Um, Unleash the Power Within, I think it is. Oh, no, it's called Unlimited Power, it's called. That's his, one of his first books. And then there's um, Awaken the Giant Within. That's the other one. Those are fantastic books. And you know, if you're listening to this, you're probably aware of Andy Robbins, absolutely amazing coach. Um, and he's not endorsed in any way, of course. Um, but again, some really powerful emotional tools you can use to get you back on track. And I'm even feeling now, I can remember picking up those books and reading through and the armor. This is, this is the stuff that's going to really propel people to that next level. And so what happened was that I was even there. How do I start this coaching? How do I actually build how do I what am I going to use this for how can I I was getting excited now I get excited now I'm talking about it and what happened was was that I was at that time and I don't remember the redundancy the redundancy phase that that business we were working as the redundancy phase I did take redundancy and I moved on and I went to work for another uh, another firm near London almost mentioned their name (laughs) (laughs) I can't mention them Um, but I loved that firm actually is far away um, but then I was I was still in a role a different type of role I was auditing so it's still technical but I still wanted to help people so auditing's okay I could still link with people but it wasn't as growth effective but I still wanted an outlet so I was looking on the internet what does coaching mean this really started to really embed what coaching meant to me etc and there was a free coaching weekend down in Brighton I went to the weekend and almost that was my second phase where it really hit me like boom I was like oh this is it I went there and literally a weekend, a Saturday and Sunday, it was pure coaching, How coaching, what coaching questions are, how you do it in terms of how you do coaching in a very basic grow framework. And if you do not want to know about grow, just go to a website. I've done, I've written up about how grow is used. So go there and have a look. I'm not going to explain it now. Um, and we did a whole day of it. And as soon as I came out of that, almost like that, halfway through, I'm closing my eyes now because I'm picturing it. And it was halfway through it done. I said, this is me. This is it. So that's it. That's what, like you said, you've got all these things that have started to embed coaching yeah. in your mind. You were doing them without what, really knowing what they were. And then you've got this and it's kind of solidified that yeah. for you and opened yeah. your eyes. So this is coaching. This is yeah. what I want to do. And yeah. do you think that's where, like we, and we talk about the place where it's a dark place and you struggled mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's really good, you know, you've opened up about that and how that is. Because I'm sure there's a lot of people right now that are struggling and going through this journey. And I think this really shows you can come out the other side and you mm-hmm. can take good lessons. So you've, taking control of that yourselves and do you think that start of where you started to come out the other side and started to then kind of rebuild yourself and regrow as a person yeah definitely so when i come out of that that almost like that 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 weekend i was so energized and literally it's almost like i looked at it like it was like you look at life from a different perspective through a different lens like i was looking through this depressed lens like all the time everything's down nothing no opportunity now i'm looking at it then so it's possibility literally when you have possibility that's when things change. You start to look for opportunities. And at that time, they said you got like 
it was really weird. It's like a, it was like a free course, and they told me about coaching. They didn't tell you how to do it. So I was stuck in this conundrum. Like, how am I going to do this? I want to do this, but I've got this job, da da da. But how am I actually going to start this coaching journey? What's it going to look like? And I said, I need to get a website. So the website you actually see now, I just built that myself. I went on, did obviously did a lot of free website builds, and that's how I built it. I just started to do it. Um, it's been off on and off in lean for like 10, you know, 10 years I've been doing it now. That was been on and off. You go back, I think it's 2000 and something now. I can't remember, 2007 or something. That's when I started, but you'll see it's on and off because this coaching journey has been a bit on and off. And that's my period of growth though. And that's where I've, you know, I've, I've had depression and, and I have gone back into depression at some points as well. But I've had, but what happens now is because I've had that big bout and knew what it was, I know when I'm going into that state, and I know I can bring myself back out of it. Um, and that's the awareness piece. Um, but now, look at this. Over the last four months, been so consistent around what I'm doing. You know, this is what I'm talking about: the consistency. Four or five months of the videos every day, and from that point where I was depressed to now, is because of that gradual one percent improvements every day. That's been the, that's been that power. It, of it. And I think the key, the the real, you know, the message we want to, you know, get out to people here is all of that space which at the time like you said was very bad and you know you've got spaces for you where it really couldn't have been any worse with the thoughts you were having actually when you look over the whole journey it's led you to what is this very exciting space that we're in now we we wouldn't be sitting here doing this if it wasn't for that you wouldn't have gone on that journey we wouldn't have the conversations we you had and again as we go through this there's lots of times where joe's helped me through struggles and stuff and i think the the big you know the big thing we want to pass on to people is that that self-awareness that that motivation that you know inspiration that's where the name comes from here um and really really get that across to people and i think that's like you said you've really helped yourself through it and you've now got those trigger points that you know when you've got those feelings but you've got enough tools and enough self-awareness that you can you know you can start to manage that and take control of the situation and not let the situation take control of you which is really that's kind of you know that's how depression feeds itself isn't it absolutely and you and actually this is a two-way thing so we're having this podcast and like literally when we talked about the podcast like someone mentioned me two months ago about oh you should do a podcast well no but only three months ago and I was like I don't know how to do a podcast and then Lee comes along and we're doing a podcast but the other thing I want to mention is that Lee talks quite humbly about you know, I've helped him but actually he's helped me a lot as well so there was there was a re, there's been recent events that you know we, you know that he's helped me through um, and he knows what they are um, so it's almost like um, reciprocal so when you develop someone they grow and they grow in different ways they bring certain things and they come to you and you learn things from them so we're having this conversation on the podcast but I get growth from people that I've helped grow and it's just, it's almost like a compounding effect like people that go off like Lee went off and, and done his thing I've still got my done my thing and now we're bringing this together something powerful for you to use um, that Lee's going to bring his value into this and say how he's benefited from it but how he's grown and what he can bring and what other experiences he's had and he will make he will have tools that you can use that I've actually borrowed from him in fact even better tell you about what I when we started this and how I've approached this podcast which is almost like we've reversed roles a little yeah, bit back, back when we first met Joe was incredibly organised and to say I was slapdash would probably be an understatement um and in fact we're here today and i'm sitting here and i'm going through what we're going to do i'm typing up notes at the order of the show which is completely the opposite of where i would be and joe who you know back when i was my team manager 
there was a documented diary that Joe had for every person on his team of every single thing they <laughs> oh, did yeah. and learnt, you know, really into that really... And, you know, if I'm honest, that really helped me at the time, but was not what, you know, it's what I should have been doing for myself. And we're sitting here now and Joe's like, yeah, let's just, let's just go with the flow. Let's see how it goes and really complete role reversal on how we are people. But again, it's, it's how you grow and it's how you adapt to your situation. Yeah. And I think lots of... We will talk about our experiences. And again, we're not talking about people and we're not talking about places because these are our experiences and one of the key things as part of the self-ownership message to people is you really get lost in the situation and almost blaming the situation whereas this again the real key message is about self-ownership of everything and the, the situations are almost of no consequence once you get a bit down the line it's about what you deal with it and how you deal with it and hopefully we can share a lot of those experience revisit some of the more embarrassing times we spent together as well and just again as Joe said hopefully start to pass on some of this to people start to help people out hopefully you will start to share your own stories with other people and this can really really grow into something quite big yeah i definitely agree i'm picking on that blame piece yeah uh so when oh, you're going through difficult times you tend to yeah. blame everything else so i'm gonna blame my job gonna blame the boss gonna blame this person that place ultimately you're responsible for how you and, that's it. and you can see retrospectively yeah. how you'd have gone through that but yeah. because you have and you know everyone needs to go through that this is how you don't self-develop without going through these steps yeah. is you now have a better level of resilience when you feel things that you know that isn't how you want to act next time it happens and like you said it's those little one percent it's just getting a little better with everything every stage you go um i really you know obviously we've talked at some level of this i don't think we've even ever talked in that much detail about what you went through with everything there and i really appreciate that you could be open and honest and sharing with that. I think it's a really good way to kick off this project for the two of us. Um, like you said, this is about being open and honest and we want to make ourselves as vulnerable as possible as we can with you. And hopefully that lets you do the same with yourself and we can start going on this journey. Yeah. I think it's about adding massive value, Lee. Literally. Only listening to this podcast and taking things away with you. Like if, if, if this is what we're talking about just gives you 1% improvement or it, it just shifts you just like a different perspective to say there is hope then that's all I want you know that is it um, and that's you know we want to bring massive value to you guys um, and that's why we're doing it so we're, we're sitting here Sunday no, it's a Sunday it is a Sunday yeah Sunday we could be chilling couldn't we we just be like Sitting there, chilling, watching the TV. Probably playing Fortnite for me. Fortnite, <laughs> playing Fortnite for me. I can just sit in, I don't know, I don't know, eating some chocolate raisins or something. I don't know. But like literally, but we are like, we want to make a difference. We want to help, and so anything like you know, so every day for me, the way I look at days, I don't even look at days anymore. So like, oh Sunday, chill out Sunday, just do that. It can be that, of course it can. You do need some downtime, but for me, like I'm on a mission. I think we're on a mission, and that's the question now. We're on a mission, so I don't care whether you say, oh, Monday, oh, I don't like Mondays. It's just another day, it's perspective, it's another day for opportunities, another day for you to improve that 1%, to taking something out of this and apply it that day. That, that day, you should apply this right now. Like, can you apply what, what we're saying right now? Like, just one thing you can apply, because that creates momentum. This is this podcast has come out of momentum. In fact, we set up a day. Was it two weeks ago? We said we'd do this. Two or three weeks ago. Yes, it's three, three weeks, weeks ago. I think three. Yeah, I think it's three weeks back. How fast did that go? Oh, tell me about it. Okay, click of the fingers. Right, we've got Lee and I've got other projects ongoing as well, and literally, it's gone so fast. That's because we've built momentum. And if 
if we like we're talking about the one the, the one action next the, what happens is you take that one action you get a result it may be a good it may be a bad result in your perception whatever it is whatever that result is you look at the result and you go right it doesn't work out what's the next thing how can I learn this and shift it right so again thank you for sharing all that with us Joe it's really good hopefully some of you people listening you'll have got something out of that subject matter for today as we said the structure of this going forward is we'll, we'll have like a main topic for each show that we're going to talk about um we'll kind of reveal that what that is at the start of each show um and at the end we want to be leaving you guys with something to take away as a bit of a tool or an anecdote or a coping mechanism to use um we've talked quite a few times during today's show about feedback about listening to feedback about one percent improvements and i know joe you've got something you kind of want to share in that area yeah that's right so actually want to try something actually live right this is gonna be live so this is like yeah, of course it's going to be live. You're going to be doing it. So it's all going to be good. So it's all about doing things almost like live and intuitive. So you can't see this, but I'm going to get Lee to draw a sketch. So I don't feel drawing is my strong point, but we'll give this yeah. a go. But this is the whole point. You've got to get outside your comfort zone. So drawing for you, you'd say drawing is uncomfortable for you, would you say? Uh, it's, yeah, not a strength, I'd say. Okay. Not something I'd want to share. Okay, so tell me something you feel comfortable drawing. That you. you um, I'll pick, I can see a tree out the window. Let's say I'll draw a tree. Do a tree. You're going okay. to draw a tree then? Just, do you want to just like describe as you draw maybe? I'm doing kind of like some some bobbles on the top here for the leaves. Big trunk at the bottom. Uh-huh. Okay. And kind of, it looks like a either a, a bit of a bad hand or a bit of cauliflower maybe. Okay, I yeah, that's good. Okay, so you've had a go. You've had a go. This is so, okay, Lee, so uh, let's look at your tree. Oh, yeah, so you can you, could you add a bit more detail to that for me? Yes, yeah, sure. so maybe put some leaves in here or something. Okay. Right, okay, leaves, yeah, good, yeah. Excellent, yeah, okay. Oh, wow, okay, it's got more now. So, again, now Lee's from the first drawing, it was like a cauliflower, the hand, would you say? Yeah, and now, kind of like with a, a bit, bit of weird. feedback, what have we got? I've got, well, I've added some leaves and some. Well, what I hope look like branches anyway. <laughs> so, would you say from the first tree to this tree, is there any any improvement at all? It looks more like a tree now than it did, right, yeah. less like a hand, I'd yeah. say. So, when you said about Lee, so like if we we're going to evolve this, I mean, Lee would draw this like a hundred times. If we drew, if we drew this a hundred times, so say for instance, the next bit might be okay, Lee. You said to me there was leaves. They look a little bit like lines. If you could see this, you'd know what I mean. So, how could you improve the leaves? I feel hurt leafage? by your scornful comments. How could you leaves. improve? Yeah, how could you improve? Right, okay. Add to it, make him a comments. bit more, bit more leaf-like for okay. you. Look at this. I mean, yeah. Okay. That excellent. So that's what three goes already. Yeah. So now we're getting more specific around the feedback. So we're detailing certain things, and as you would go through the feedback, you'd highlight different things, target certain things, and at the end of it, the whole tree would look by a hundred times. It would be a hundred times better. Oh, we talked about the one percent. Almost like. in fact it could compound you could do extra bits I haven't said that you think would improve it in which case you could get more percentage increase throughout that time so little changes each time little 1% changes listening to your feedback being open to your feedback which has I still not think I'm going to stick this on the fridge but it's it's a lot better than it was at the start I think I might take a photo oh we can stick that up on the Instagram Instagram. I think I will do you do you want to take a photo for me? Okay, well, we'll take that when we're done okay. and we will stick that up. And for anyone who really wants to see my terrible picture of a tree, it will be up there for you to see. Excellent. But there's, I'm, I didn't know you were going to do that. And I actually, I really like this as an example because, okay. like you said, it does, it has got better and it is about being open to feedback and just lots of little changes, lots of little improvements. And 
if I was to sit and do this a hundred times, I'm sure it would look a lot better. Exactly, and that's what it's about. Um, absolutely about. So it is about getting from that first stage. Like Lee did, felt uncomfortable joy, just getting past that first, I can't do this. Almost like that self-talk where Lee might have had a thought around, I can't do this. And once you say I can't, you build that barrier. And when you say I can't, that is it. You, you won't go past it. So it's changing your language because your brain is constantly listening to your self-talk and the things you say. So it's pushing past that. And Lee did that. I'm not comfortable with joy, but I'll have a go. And that was the, that was almost like the push point part. No, so we'll stick that up. Um, another mention there for our social media feeds. Um, I say we'll stick that up on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. Put, maybe put, all of them. I'll put more. Put more. Put more um, again, Twitter for us is at JN Coaching Tech. Instagram is JN Coaching Tech, and Facebook JN Coaching Technologies. Again, hashtag Inspiration Nation. Just search for that, and you'll see everything. And what we really want to hear from you is we want to hear about your trees. Obviously, what we don't want you to all go and do is go and draw an actual picture of a tree. Feel free if you think that's going to help. But what we want to hear is where you've been open to feedback, where you've looked at feedback in a different way for how it can improve you and what little changes, you know, that you're making off the back of them to help improve yourself. And any stories that you can share with us about that and share with the group, that would be fantastic. Can I just say one thing about feedback? Yes. Is that all right? Of course. Sure? I don't want to like... This is your podcast show. No, 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 it's not my podcast. What is it? It's our podcast. Right, okay. All it was is about feedback, just quickly. Even if you get feedback that you don't agree with and the way it's delivered to you, how can you extract the information you need to still improve? It's a really good point, really good point. Like you said, being adapting to the situation. Absolutely. So hopefully some good stuff there for you. Hopefully this has been a good listen for people. This is our, our first one of these um, podcasts for Inspiration Nation that we are putting out there. Yeah. We really do welcome your feedback. Um, I say Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, yeah. however you want to contact us, put that up there. And hopefully some of your feedback can start to uh, shape the show as we go forward. It'd be fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Brilliant. So from me and from Joe, thank you very much for listening, everyone. Thanks, guys. Inspiration Nation. Catch you guys later.